Welcome to the Travel Media Lab podcast. I'm your host, Yulia Denisuk, an award-winning travel photographer and writer, entrepreneur, community builder, and a firm believer that every one of us can go after the stories we've always wanted to tell with the right support, encouragement, and structure. I'm on a mission to help women's storytellers everywhere break into and thrive in the travel media space. If you're ready to ditch your fears to the side, grow your knowledge and confidence, and publish your travel stories, you're in the right place. Let's go. If you've been interested in learning more about our Intro to Travel Journalism program that's enrolling for a few more days, you want to listen closely today because I'm sharing with you a lesson from inside the program called What Does Travel Journalism Look Like Today? I wanted to do that for a couple of reasons. First, I believe that when we embark on a new journey to learn something new, who our teacher or mentor is on that journey really matters. For that reason, I want to give you a taste of what it would be like to be part of our program. How would our lessons sound and feel like? How would it feel like to have me as your teacher? When you listen to this episode today, you will get a feel for that. And the other reason I'm sharing this lesson from inside module one of our program is so that you can see how we really take the time to set up the foundation, the basics of travel journalism in this program. If you know nothing about the industry, you belong here. If you've been it for a while and need a boost of fresh ideas and energy, you belong here as well. Inside this program, we break out the six foundational modules into very easily digestible lessons. I heard the feedback from our prior students who told me that the lessons were just too long and they couldn't sit through an hour, hour and a half of video. So now each lesson is no more than 15 to 20 minutes long. They're all recorded and you can play them as videos or even take them with you wherever you go via a private podcast feed that you can listen to anywhere. What do we cover inside the program? So it's based on the framework that I love so much called Dragon Dreaming Framework, where we go through four equally important phases. Dream, plan, do, celebrate. In the dream phase, we do a lot of work on our mindset, on overcoming fears and doubts that we might have about getting into this journey, and we get clarity on what we actually want from this career. In the plan phase, we learn more about the travel industry, research the publications we'd like to pitch, and get our ideas flowing. In the doing phase, which is the most important phase, we actually send the pitch out with my guidance and feedback. And in the celebration phase, I share with you all the resources you'll need to keep the momentum going on this path. And of course, the most important thing is that when you join our program this year, you get to hang out inside our membership, The Circle, for the next six months. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, You know that we have a lot going on inside the membership and we provide a lot of support for our members. So I'm very excited to welcome you in the circle as well. I hope it's now a bit clearer to you how this program is set up. We are enrolling until Sunday, May 22nd only. Go to travelmedialab.com slash class to get all the details. 
All right, now on to this episode where I'm sharing with you a lesson from inside our program called What Does Travel Journalism Look Like Today? Let's spend some time looking at what does travel journalism look like today. Broadly speaking, travel journalism is telling stories about destinations, people, places, news in travel, different travel trends, and any other travel-adjacent stories in magazines, publications, and online outlets. And when I say travel-adjacent stories, I mean Stories about design in different uh, destinations, stories about food trends in different destinations that people might be interested to learn about and travel to to find out. Stories about entrepreneurs in different regions of the world that, again, would be interesting for audiences to read and learn about so that then when they can go uh, to those destinations, they can be better informed travelers, better informed citizens of the world, and more engaged with the community communities and the destinations that they're visiting. Notice that in that uh, description just now, I did not mention travel blogs because essentially travel journalism is about stories of other people in travel published on other people's platforms, such as, again, magazines or publications or online outlets. Whereas travel blogging is about stories of you, the traveler traveling and recording your own experiences and your own emotions and everything that happened to you published on your own platform. I want to spend some time here because this is a question people ask me all the time. How is travel journalism different from travel blogging? So if I had to summarize it, it's uh, really that travel journalism is stories about others in travel. The focus is not on you as a journalist. As a journalist, you're reporting about other people, about trends, about companies doing innovative things, etc., etc., versus travel blogging, which is really stories about myself as a traveler. And the focus is on me and on my own experiences in travel, right? And that's actually the whole reason why people follow travel bloggers, because we want to get that really personal take, that really personal experience of somebody uh, traveling to all these different destinations. Now, notice that the lines are really blurring. So now travel journalists have their own blogs and travel bloggers can do articles for uh, travel magazines and other publications. So it's not really that if you're a travel journalist, you can't be a travel blogger, blogger and vice versa. But really, I want you to understand the key difference here because it will also be helpful to you as you craft your own stories, as, as you start building your portfolio. And the difference is really that as travel journalists, you're not reporting on yourself and on your travel experience unless you're doing like a personal narrative story, which we're also going to cover a little bit later. Most of the time you're reporting about other people. So the focus is not about you. Uh, whereas as a travel blogger, it's all about you, right? Because that's why we want to follow you as a travel blogger. Once you understand that difference between the two, I would say that immediately your pitches to travel magazines will become better as well because a lot of times 
these are the kinds of pitches that editors get, right? It's your own experience traveling to, let's say, Namibia for a vacation. And, you know, what, how you went there, what you did there, which hotels you stayed in, what experiences you had, et cetera, et cetera. And these kinds of stories... For the most part, travel magazines and travel publications are not interested in. I repeat, they're not interested in those. Again, this is a story for your own blog, right? Uh, where you're recording your experience of traveling to, let's say, Namibia. However, if you have a story about new eco-friendly hotel opening in Namibia or a new chef doing something innovative in restaurants in Namibia, let's say, or an annual festival that's happening in Namibia and that uh, readers of this publication should really know about, these are the kinds of pitches that travel editors will get excited about. So I think it's really important that, uh, that you, you know the distinction between the two. And again, like I mentioned, the lines are really blurring these days. And we discuss uh, this frequently inside the circle. So if, if you're a travel blogger as well, as you're going through this program and uh, learning how to build your portfolio and start sending your pitches out, uh, do contribute uh, your opinion and your take on this in our discussions inside the circle as well. Now, how do you tell these stories, right? As a travel journalist, what are the actual mechanics of traveling and reporting on these stories? There are sort of two, two key, key ways to do that. The first one is when you travel on your own, you pay out of pocket, right? So you go somewhere, again, you, let's say you go to Namibia, you spend however much time you need to spend there, you, you investigate your stories, you do your interviews, you do your research, and you have your story, you come back, you pitch a travel magazine. That can be a quite costly way to do it because, of course, you're paying for travel out of pocket. But in some cases, that way actually makes sense. And we will cover this in subsequent modules as well. And the second way of doing that is working with destinations and working with tourism boards and other travel industry partners where they send you on a hosted all expenses paid or most expenses paid trips in exchange of a published article at, in a travel magazine or, or an outlet. And these destinations like Visit California or Visit France or uh, Rwanda Tourism Board, this is what uh, their jobs are, right? Their jobs are to find media, and you are now part of the media, so congratulations, uh, to find media to work with, to invite uh, to their destinations to come and experience what the destinations have to offer, to assist the media in uh, gathering information for their stories, so that then these destinations get coverage in all of these different publications in their target market, because for, for these destinations and these tourism boards, this is part of their strategy, right? They want to get PR, public relations coverage. They want to get exposure. They want to uh, attract as many tourists and travelers as possible to their destinations from their strategic target markets. So that's how the media, which uh, you are now part of, uh, fits. I'm interrupting myself to remind you that our Intro to Travel Journalism program is enrolling until Sunday, May 22nd. This six-month program gives you the blueprint for getting your travel stories published and kickstarting your travel journalism career. Go to travelmedialab.com slash class to join us. All right, back to this episode. Into that. 
And then, of course, the third uh, part of this is that uh, then you are publishing these stories in magazines, in websites, in various publications, and so on and so forth. This career path is highly aspirational, right? It's highly aspirational. Many people want to do this. Uh, it's a much more fun job than it is sitting in a cubicle all day. And I can tell because I did both. I, uh, I had a cubicle job and then I became a travel journalist and now I travel a lot. Uh, so it's, it's a really fun and aspirational job, but it's also a very competitive job. There are a lot of people in this industry there's not a very clear uh, way of entering this industry. There is not a lot of guidance for new people entering this industry. There's very little support. So that's why, you know, what I'm doing with the Travel Media Lab, with our, our bigger platform and with this program in particular is something that I'm, I'm really passionate about because when I was starting out now five, six years ago, this didn't exist, right? Nobody, uh, I had nobody to ask any of these questions or really I didn't have anybody to show me the, the roadmap basically to how to get started in this industry. You know, for me, the main uh, draw to this profession was location independence and the opportunity to discover what our world has to offer and to share those discoveries and those stories with the world. That's why I got into this profession, because in my prior profession as a marketer, I was very unsatisfied. I didn't want to spend most of my time on, on this earth, again, sitting in a cubicle somewhere. I wanted to explore I wanted to uh, be creative. I wanted to do something that I felt uh, mattered in the world. And that's why I got into this. Um, and of course, people have very different reasons for, for getting into this career path. But I would say that for a lot of people that I've met in this career, what drives a lot of us is pure passion, pure passion for travel, pure passion for storytelling and for creativity. It's not the desire to make money. Let me tell you, because this career is, is not like a investment banking career where you can expect to make, you know, six figures almost right away. This is not that freelancing path in general is quite difficult. And we're going to get into this as well in, in future modules. So don't worry. But what I'm trying to say here is that it's about passion, right? It's about what you want to do with your life and what do you want to dedicate your life to? Do you want to dedicate it to travel, to storytelling, to creativity? You're in the right place, okay? In the next lesson, we're going to get into visualization. And I will tell you uh, why uh, visualization works. But right now, I wanted to share with you a little story to sort of set up why we are going through visualization in this program in the first place. So like I mentioned in our uh, uh, orientation welcome module, I, uh, I've been in this path for about six years now. And when I first decided that I will become a travel journalist, I just quit my marketing job and I decided to go on a six-month trip around the world. So I was traveling to six different countries in those six months. So spending one month in each of the countries that I chose. And I told myself that, Yulia, in those six months, you're going to figure out how to get published, how to work with magazines. You're, you're even going to start working with National Geographic and you, you just figure it all out. Here's six months. Go. And what do you think happened? Do you think I figured all of it out in those first six months? 
Well, the answer is, of course, not. I did not figure anything out. Part of it was that I was just extremely burnt out after years of working in corporate America, and I just needed a rest. I simply needed a rest. I needed to decompress. I needed to process a lot of things internally. But the other part of it was that, again, I didn't have a clear roadmap. Oh, I just had this idea in my head that I want to travel. I want to tell stories. I want to work with magazines. That's literally all I had. And now in hindsight, looking back, I realized that that wasn't enough information for me to, to design a very clear plan for what I'm going to do in the next year. What are all the things and all the important things I need to do to start making this path happen for me? So six months came and went. It was time for me to return from my trip around the world. And it was time for me to return from my trip around the world. And I came back stateside. All my friends and all uh, my peers continued climbing the corporate ladder. They were making VPs. And I came back to the States and I was just flailing. And I was like, oh my God, what have I done with my life? I have no idea what to do now. And it was a very low moment for me, a very, you know, a moment of doubt, a moment where I wasn't really sure what to do next. And somehow in that very low and difficult time for me, what happened was I got a moment of clarity uh, that I'm really grateful for, in which I realized that what I need is a plan. I need a plan. I need direction. I need guidance. So one night I sat down and I wrote on a piece of paper, you know, 10 things that Yulia will become by the end of this year. And I wrote out, what are the 10 things that I wanted for myself in that moment in my life? And as I wrote out those 10 things that became the basis for my dream that I will share with you in the following lesson, that became my roadmap and my blueprint and my plan. And I now knew what I needed to do in, you know, in order to get to that uh, vision uh, with those 10 points. I knew what I needed to do now. And I started working in that direction. And uh, by the end of the year, most of those 10 points became true and they became reality. And so this is why we need to visualize. This is why we need to create a, a very clear vision for ourselves, a dream for ourselves that we then can design bullet points on a plan in order to get to that vision. Okay, I'm very excited for this next part of the module. Let's get started. Did you hear something that resonated with you in the episode today? Maybe you were listening in and you're like, oh, I felt that. I've wanted that before. If you've resonated with what I had to share today, then maybe our reimagined Intro to Travel Journalism program is for you. It gives you all the systems and the knowledge you need to get a footing in the travel media industry and send your pitch out. We are bringing together an amazing group of storytellers who want to get their travel stories published. We already have a bunch of people joined and ready to go. And we're only missing you. So go on over to travelmedialab.com class. Read every detail that you want to better understand what this program is all about, but hurry. Enrollment ends this Sunday, May 22nd. So if you've been looking for a sign to take action on your dreams, this is it. So don't wait, join us today and I will see you inside.